This is News Talk. Well, they'll be asking about if blackouts are possible this winter. That story dominates the front pages today. The Irish Examiner says that we're all going to have to pay an extra €26 on average on our annual electricity bills to ensure the lights stay on this winter. The Commission for the Regulation of Utilities says significant risks to electricity supply means it must act quickly and it's going to hold a two-week public consultation and then introduce changes to tariffs from October first. So there'll be a peak differential for all customers for 2022-2023. They'll increase block tariff for high energy users and they'll have a decarbonisation tariff aimed at incentivising a reduction in demand at times when the electricity system has a greater reliance on fossil fuels. So it all means we're going to be uh, paying more and we will have the uh, burden of trying to make sure that the lights don't go off this winter. That's also in the front of the Irish Independent House Household routines causing tea time electricity demand uh, increases are to be targeted as the energy regulator has warned the risk of power outages is growing. Electricity companies, according to the Indo, have been ordered to find ways to curb the peak time power surge that occurs between 5pm and 7pm each day. And the Commission for Regulation of Utilities says behaviour change needs to happen fast as there is a significant risk to supply. That's a lovely, cheerful Friday story for us all. Uh, The Irish Times goes with the budget again. Another day, another leak. And this is, there's been a lot of talk that we could have a €15 increase in the social welfare payments. But now government sources are telling the Irish Times that if you're to do €15 across the board, that blows a sizeable dent in your budget. So it looks like, if you're to believe the papers this morning, across the board core weekly increases aren't going to happen and instead they'll do a lower across the board increase accompanied by more targeted increases to other payments and one-off measures from a pot of €1 billion which is going to be used for the cost of living crisis. So talk of €15 a week across the board increase in social welfare payments seems to be receding because it would cost too much money. Obviously, the shocking killing of Tommy O'Halloran in London still dominating the front pages. The Irish Daily Star, why are Tommy? The Irish Daily Mirror, Tommy never harmed anyone. He was an amazing man. Uh, And the papers have an interview with Thomas O'Halloran's niece, Sharon Brennan, who said, why would you do such a thing? He's never harmed anyone in his life. He was an amazing man. The devastated family of murder, Thomas O'Halloran yesterday told how they want answers over his death and as we know a 44 year old man uh, was arrested round about this time yesterday morning and remains in custody. More cheerful news on the front of the Irish Daily Mail when it comes to the cost of living. Homeowners face an even greater financial squeeze this autumn. The European Central Bank signalling it will raise interest rates yet again next month. The second rate rise in September could mean an additional €1,640 a year in repayments for some 300,000 tracker mortgage customers who are just coming to terms with the fact, of course, that they have the July increase. So you take that into account, it's an awful lot of extra money. And the mail helpfully reminds us that we'll have... um, 
increased mortgage repayment costs for some people, but then they remind us that we've increased back-to-school costs, rising grocery bills and soaring energy bills. It means further hardship for hard-pressed families. There's just going to have to come a point where people say, enough is enough, we can't take it, we just can't live with all of these increases. It's just, you know, it's going to be cases where people have to leave cupboards empty and one room heated and the rest uh, not heated and the lights off. Now, inside the Irish Examiner this morning, um, people are leaving home three years later than a decade ago. And I'd have to say, I know people in their mid-30s who are still living at home, who had no intention of living at home, by the way, in their mid-30s. It was never expected in their lives that they'd be at home in their mid-30s. But this is the reality now. So the examiner says that the age at which young people fly the nest has risen three years in the past decade. The average age that people now leave the family home stands at 27.9 years and men stay at home longer than women. You'll have all the jokes about the Irish mammy and her cooking now and why men don't want to leave. In 2021, the average age people left their parental home fell slightly from 28.1 in 2020, but it follows a steady increase in recent years. So if you go back to 2012, so take 10 years ago, people left home around about 25.4 years old. Now we're up to 27.9 years old. And as we say, men staying at home longer than women, men's stay at home almost a year extra than women. They leave on average at 28.3 years of age. Um, And it's all, I'm sure, to do with cost of living, maybe trying to save for a mortgage or just can't afford rent in their area or whatever. Now, inside the Irish Independent, it's covered in a lot of the papers too. uh, And this is the news. She's been labelled as the coolest politician in the world. But Finland's Prime Minister has had to deny taking drugs after videos were leaked of her dancing, drinking and singing at a party. And there were 20 or so people at this party. Sounded like quite a fabulous party because they had artists, TV hosts, even some radio hosts. They had an MP, a celebrity stylist and a social media influencer and obviously the Prime Minister there. And in the footage, unidentified people are heard shouting about flower, which is a slang term for cocaine. Um, particularly in Finland. I'm not sure if people would say flower in Ireland, but certainly in Finland, apparently they say flower and that's a slang for cocaine. However, the Prime Minister, Sanna Marin, says, I haven't used drugs, I haven't used anything other than alcohol. So there's huge reaction to this. Now, it's not for the first time that the Finnish Prime Minister has been out partying because she was also forced to apologise after photos of her dancing in a nightclub until 4am were published. She had stayed out until the early hours despite knowing she had been exposed to COVID. Other people will say this makes her even cooler and then others will say spend less time partying, more time running the country. Parents have maths anxiety, we're told in the examiner. Some parents do and they're passing this on to their children and the worry is that parents and teachers who have maths anxiety may influence the next generation of students with their negative views about the subject and parents should be given more information about maths anxiety to increase their awareness of the potential impact that their attitude towards maths may have on their children's learning. It's a new report from UCD from uh, Flavia de San- uh, H. Santos, who's an assistant professor at UCD, who did a project into transforming maths 
education and I think maths anxiety is a real thing I mean if you were to come to me and ask me to do a percentage I wouldn't have a clue and would be terrified by the prospect uh, I don't have children but you can understand how parents with children might pass that on to the kids and they sort of have the assumption oh I'm no good at maths either because ma'am and dad aren't good at it. Now staying with parents big story in the Telegraph this morning about driving tests and apparently more and more parents are teaching their children how to drive and examiners are terrified by this because the children are picking up all sorts of bad habits. So the Telegraph says driving examiners are being put at risk because of learner drivers being taught poorly by their parents Um, and many children obviously who are teenagers or older, are struggling to pass their driving test because they're unsuitably prepared. Parents were not able to pick up faults that a driving instructor could pick up and people were sitting their tests. So I assumed they were going, Shrine Grand, I'm able to drive. Mam taught me, uh, I'll apply for the test. Now driving instructors in the, or driving examiners in the UK say they're worried for their safety because they're getting into cars with people who can't really drive. Final story for you also comes from the Telegraph and you know, in Ireland, we're waiting for the rollout of broadband in some areas. So you'll be interested to hear that you can soon tweet while ascending Africa's highest mountain or post an Instagram story from the peak of Kilimanjaro. Tanzania's Information Ministry has said that they've introduced high-speed internet to allow tourists to take photos and selfies from the top of uh, Kilimanjaro and you can communicate worldwide from the summit. And yet... People like me in my garden in Nace can't get internet signals. So there we go. They can do it in Kilimanjaro. Anyway. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.